This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Beth, and I have been eager to put out an episode on the holidays. So I wrote a few thoughts about this just to introduce the subject, and I will be talking with my office manager. I wanted to do a quick discussion with her about the holidays, and here is my intro. Just a few thoughts. Are the holidays a time of celebration, togetherness, magic, and hope? Or are they times that bring a sense of dread and sadness? There's pressure on the holidays to be the best time of our lives. We put pressure on them to fill the voids we all have in our hearts. This is natural, but often holidays are fraught with pain and loss. They can be a time of reflection, nostalgia, expectation, memories, and comparison. And some of these things are positive and some not so positive. We tend to want each year to surpass the last. It reminds me of how we go to a restaurant and we love our last meal. And then the next time we go to that same restaurant, we expect the meal to be just as good, maybe even better. And we're disappointed when it's not. Or maybe we try something new and we didn't like it as much as the last one. I also think about how we all want a personal best, like athletes, they might want to run their fastest mile, their fastest sprint. Swimmers want to beat their last time, their personal best. Soccer players want to have more goals. Whatever it is, we all kind of want the next event or holiday to be better. And so we're often disappointed and we have this bar in our mind that we set high and we set our hopes higher and somehow these just bring the voids even more to the surface. So I think that the loss of dreams that we all have in different ways just come to the forefront during the holidays. They highlight our pain and loss. We ask ourselves questions such as what could have been, what used to be, What is missing? What have I lost? What reality do I wish for? 
and loneliness and grief just bubble to the surface when we feel it is supposed to be the most wonderful time of year. So I'm going to have a discussion here with Shelly, my wonderful office manager, and I hope this makes you realize that you're not alone. These are existential issues that we all struggle with, and sadly, it's common to not feel the happiest around the holidays. So here's a few ideas that might help you get through them and enjoy them more than you think. Hi, so today we are being very spontaneous and I have my wonderful office manager, Shelly, here. Thank you for being here, Shelly. Thank you for asking me. It's a pleasure. Shelly is so spontaneous and I so appreciate her for many, many reasons. But we have been talking about how the holidays can be painful for so many people. And I tried to record an episode about this right before Thanksgiving and I felt like I needed to redo it. So we're doing this today and Shelly and I have both written down some notes and she herself has family who gets very sad around the holidays. Yes. She could probably share examples under basically every bullet point that I have written down. Oh, yes. So if you spontaneously think of some, um, share them. But I think more than half of the people that I know have some pretty deep sadness or disappointment related to the holidays. I would say so. Um, I mean, just last night, my sister Mm -hmm. um, called me and she was um, crying hysterically because she misses my mother. My mother's been gone for 16 years. Um, Still very hard around the holidays, you know, and she was to the point where she just wanted to be with my mom, Mm -hmm. which to me was very scary because I had to talk her down. Um, you know, so it's just the holidays bring out a lot because just in September, you know, we did the 13 day trip up north. She was fine. But then all of a sudden it's December and -hmm. she's not fine. And, you know, people hold a lot of stuff in until the holidays. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, things just come out and they, they don't know how to keep it together anymore. Yeah. That's a really good point. They hold it in. And they keep it in and internalize it. And then there's something about the holidays that brings things to a head. It does. A lot of expectation. And Shelly and I were talking about how even just wanting holidays to be as good as they were previously, mm-hmm. to be as magical. Yes. You remember the good old days and feel nostalgic. Yeah. I have teenage clients that talk about that. I have many adult clients who talk about missing loved ones. Mm -hmm. So So with that, I would think why, you know, with you being a doctor of psychology, Mm -hmm. why do you think our brains are so hardwired to go back to those magical times when in those times it brings about the depression? Because like my sister talking about when my mom was alive, like we would do anything to get to mom's house, you know, with my dad, not so much. Mm. Nobody gets together with my dad at his house, but with mommy, we would get there no matter what. We'd call him sick to work to get there. You know, we'd make plans to be there. So why do you think our brains are so hardwired to go back to those times when it just brings on the depression? We just, you know, like she was crying about those times. 
when she could have just been looking forward. Right. Like we set ourselves up for disappointment by expecting a certain level. Yeah. I mean, you know, that is a great question. I mean, I have thoughts on that. I don't know if there's any golden ticket answer, but I do feel like we are hardwired. Our brains are like computers and we're like collecting data and, you know, we really have this bar in our head Mm -hmm. of this is where things should be. They have to be better than last year or equal to last year. Or, you know, we just want the best possible scenario that we can Mm -hmm. remember. And your mother was such like the glue in your family and the matriarch and so much positive energy and for her to die young around 65. Yeah. Right around there. I mean, you've told me so many good things about her. She's just such a wonderful person, so much positive energy and love. And you're a lot like her. Yeah, I am. Uh, And just to miss those people, and especially in the holidays, which are, we expect them to be the best time of the year. In fact, you know, that song, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. And I feel like because there's some should, you know, this expectation that it's just so painful and people dread it. I mean, I think there are so many people that just can't wait for it to be over with. Mm -hmm. Um, I I could remember feeling that way a little bit about Valentine's Day since I didn't get married till I was 32. (laughs) I met Remo when I was 29 and... But I remember Valentine's Day, you know, it was more like a platonic, like, oh, my mom or dad or my friends wish each other happy birthday. But so many years I was single and didn't have a date on Valentine's Day. And, you know, I feel like that's kind of minor in my mind compared to Christmas or Thanksgiving. And Mm -hmm. I know people celebrate Hanukkah and other holidays. But when when you've lost somebody you know, you just dread, oftentimes you dread your birthday, you dread their birthday. And so anyway, but I guess in answer to your question, in my mind, we just sort of want things to match what we remember. Mm -hmm. And we want the good old days to come back. And when they feel like they're gone, for some reason, um, you know, it's just causes grief instead of joy. And So I did write maybe the top eight or nine reasons that I feel like the holidays can be painful. Missing loved ones who have passed away. Missing loved ones who are far away. That's very real for us with Remo having so many family members in Scotland and even around the United States and Canada. Loneliness is huge. I mean, yeah, it is. Loneliness is huge year round, but I think there's a pressure around the holidays to be together. Mm-hmm. You know, like who are you going to be with on Thanksgiving? Who are you going to be with on Christmas? Who are you going to be with on New Year's and all the other holidays as well? Yes. And when you ask people that and they have no one, that brings about, you know, loneliness or like what's wrong with me or right. you know, why can't I have someone to be with or, you know, so it does just like it did with Valentine's with you, but yeah. more so during the holidays. Yeah. So. And you could have loved ones in the military, you know, mm-hmm. people that work abroad that you can't see, yeah. maybe grandkids that live abroad that you can't see. And, you know, or you have family rifts. Um, yes. Sometimes there are family that won't allow you to see their loved ones. And, you know, I know with COVID, <clears throat> we had to deal with missing loved ones because of 
social distancing. Excuse me. Um, And then grieving the family relationships that you have, conflict, friction, feeling like your family doesn't value you, um, you know, just maybe having to take turns with your family being with the other side or, you know, doing things with friends. I know so many people do like a Friendsgiving. Yeah. And, you know, people do that for Christmas as well or any holiday um, where they get together with friends. And that's one thing I wrote in my advice part of this is, you know, a lot of people feel that their friends are their chosen family and that these are their safest, healthiest relationships. So probably some people have more fun at Friendsgiving than they do at their family Thanksgiving, depending on how healthy the dynamics are. So you can create your own family and that is something you really can control. You can form new traditions and and family. Um, health issues came to mind. You know, you might be grieving the deterioration of someone in your family or yourself that you see someone aging. I remember the last few years of my grandmother's life. I loved her so much. And I, I remember breaking down crying at Thanksgiving because she had just gone downhill so much. Mm-hmm. And it was just painful to see that. Yeah, so as we is. see aging or sick, ill, loved ones. I think another one that we didn't think of here Mm -hmm. is social media. Social media is horrible sometimes because you go on there and you see all these people having parties, get togethers. They're, you know, showing all these wonderful, which social media half the time is fake. Mm-hmm. What you see yes. anyways. False they only, advertising. They only post the best pictures. Yeah. They touch them up. But, um, you know, that also brings a, a jealousy type yes. of feeling because, you know, you see all these people having good fun and they're always all these bunches of people together. And some people don't have that, mm-hmm. you know, so I think people should be wary of what they post during mm-hmm. the holidays because the people who don't have that will look on social media and that can bring depression as well. Right. You know, because they're wanting that and they don't have it. I so. agree completely. Social media has some positives to it but that is one of the worst things about social media is it looks like people's lives are better than they are it does and sometimes people may be doing that intentionally and other times they aren't thinking about it but and I don't know if you've noticed this with me Shelly but I don't post very much of Mm -hmm. what I do socially on social media Um, I just don't want people to feel left out um, or to you know just feel like I'm doing something perfectly because I'm not like I might bake every six months and if I post that <laughs> not that nothing against posting about baking but looks like oh I feel so terrible I never bake she probably does that all the time no nope, I only do it every few months but we she just will decided. run home and make a quick quiche though <laughs> <laughs> that's true I love to make a quick quiche but um so divorce and having to take turns with family not getting to see your kids for half of the break or maybe the whole break when school's out, breakups, grieving a recent, you know, loss of a romantic relationship or it could be a friendship breakup. Uh, financial problems are huge. Mm. I see people posting on the Nextdoor app, oh, yes. you know, I want my kids to have a good Christmas or I want my neighbor or my family and we just don't have any money. That's yeah. heartbreaking when you think, I can't give my kids what they want 
or need or for Christmas. And it's funny that you say that because my daughter, McKenna, and her husband, Oscar, were in Walmart last night picking up some food for um, Gabriella, my granddaughter. And a lady walked up to them and said, can you guys help me buy some clothes for my son for Christmas? Mm. Now, granted, my daughter and my son-in-law don't have a lot of money because right. they're very, very young. Yes. Um, you know, so, of course, they couldn't help them because they were just there to get food for their daughter. And, um, you know, she felt horrible. But, I mean, she wanted to help. She wanted to couldn't. help, but she couldn't, you know. So she's like, and she told the lady, she goes, you know, I have to buy food for my daughter first. And if I have any money left over, I will come and find you. Oh. You know, so, I mean, it's out there. Wow, that just happened last night. Last night. So it's out there. We don't always see it, but it is out there. Yeah. Oh, so many people just really can't, you know. And, of course, we hear people talking about you know, the the sadness growing up that they couldn't buy the brand shoes, the Nikes or the, oh, you know, I don't buy New Balance shoes. Yeah. No. They say I had to buy the, the Walmart or the Target or the generic brands yeah. while my friends had yes. the nice ones. Um, so we mentioned family conflict, family rifts. A lot of families have some unmended issues and or they just don't feel comfortable. They feel very stressed around family. They feel mistreated. They don't feel seen. So holidays can be painful for that. You know, I feel like I'm the least favorite. I feel like I'm the black sheep. I feel like Mm -hmm. that person in the family is the favorite. Um, A lot of people just stress. They're overworked around the holidays. They can't enjoy it. Um, They feel like they're the workhorse and no one's helping them in the kitchen. They're just waiting on everyone. And also it can be painful when you have to work a lot of hours and your family's at home or you have people visiting and you're missing out because of work. Yeah. Not all work is flexible. Right. I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed. They are very good to me here. So I can be with my family when I need to, you know, so, but not all jobs are like that. That's right. And I'm blessed to be able to take time off and set my own schedule as well. But I feel an obligation to be here a lot, you know, around Christmas and around New Year's. And we also know that winter depression is a real thing. Seasonal depression. It is. And I I can attest. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I'm always plugging vitamin D3. Um, And, you know, a lot of people hit their lows in the winter. Not everyone. Some people have trouble in the summer, but... Just be very wary of that. Um, But yeah, guilt and sadness about having to work is a real thing, especially around the holidays when a lot of people are off. So, Beth, how do you think, like, like if we're we're stuck in that, like, you know, like with my sister last night, of course, you know, when she was telling me that, you know, she didn't want to be here and, you know, she was going through those thoughts um, because the holidays make us sad and, and depressed. And how do we help people to move forward, you know, mm-hmm. when, we're st- when they're stuck in that sadness and that depression? Mm-hmm. Um, because I've never personally felt, you know, suicidal. Mm-hmm. Um, but last night hearing my sister talk like that scared me. Yes. So, of course, I just stayed on the phone with her until she said, I'm fine. I'm not going to do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then she texted me and said she was going to start talking to someone um, professionally. Yeah. So, like, how do we help people or how do we get people to move forward like that, you know, 
Yeah, I think the most important thing we can do is to not internalize that, to talk about it, voice it, you know, find whether it be a therapist, a friend, I think most people will be surprised at how many people have sadness or grief around the holidays or loneliness and just band together and find, you know, others that can relate and create your own traditions, you know, Mm. but certainly not letting it just kind of fester inside, that is probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. So journaling about it, talking to someone, um, you know, crying about it, but also making new traditions, inviting people over. That is such a gift. Like I cannot over emphasize how important it is. To, I think the gift of hospitality and lower the bar. It does not have to be perfect. Right. I mean, you could literally just buy a block of cheese and some crackers you create a charcuterie board. Yes. So and just easy. say, come over. Like, even if you have low budget, go buy, you know, buy one, get one free cheese and, yeah. you know, crackers and just say, come. Like, people are so happy to be there. You, it doesn't have to be yeah. expensive. And, um, but just get together with people, like doing anything, take a walk, you know, um, but just share what you're dealing with and you can, you know, start the conversation right don't be ashamed yeah I mean, all people are going through it they just don't want to voice it yeah. because they're scared yeah they're ashamed and you know so don't be ashamed you know just yeah. start talking about it and you know what? if someone does look at you different because you do it then they're not the person for yeah. you yeah no i you think know? that's rare and you're right i think most of the time when we share other people will share and yes. say this is what i'm sad about exactly and there's really almost no one who isn't impacted in some way with Mm -hmm. sadness over the holidays. Yes. But we do. We just want things to measure up. I mean, even my 13-year-old, she's been so excited about Christmas and we were trying to get our decorations out and she was like, these decorations just don't seem nearly as great as last year. Like, what's missing? And there is a thing that we call idyllic recall Uh where our memories are idealized And if you look it up, idyllic recall, but we just kind of can remember things better than they were. I did not know that. Yeah. But, you know, I think as we started finding more boxes of stuff and getting them out, she started to enjoy the decorations again. But really, she was just kind of idealizing last year. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, even our own kids as teenagers will kind of go, oh, now that we don't believe in Santa Claus, it's just not that fun and they keep asking have you gotten us any presents and we're kind of low on presents this year and too it's more about memories making memories as a family and not stuff yeah see i'm so glad you said that because that's another thing even on a low budget just make cookies yeah make new traditions and we're we're just going to go up to nashville walk around see all the lights you know just enjoy it and then maybe take a day in gatlinburg see the lights that's true that's free you can go to opryland and walk around or like you said gatlinburg um i love you know this shelly i love thrifting i love antiquing yes you do i could walk through antique malls for hours and you know you could just find new traditions have a family over for pizza Mm -hmm. have friends over for pizza watch a christmas movie get some microwave popcorn like it does not have to be fancy but so many people are lonely they are and longing to be invited over and to feel a sense of connectedness Mm -hmm. And I mean, hospitality truly is just one of the greatest gifts you can yeah. give anyone. And, and if you have little kids, you know, like not 
babies, but if you have kids that are old enough to talk and stuff, go to some um, assisted living homes. Mm-hmm. And when my kids were little, we would um, we would bake cookies. Mm-hmm. And back, I guess, when they allowed you to do stuff like mm-hmm. that, I don't know about now, but... Um, and we would just go and visit with them, and they love little kids. Mm. They just love them. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah, they. And we would do that every year, and they just enjoyed it so much, you know. Or we would go around. We take our. I would take my kids, and we would buy so many things. That I would make little printouts, mm-hmm. and it would say, "You have been blessed this Christmas." And we would put fifty cents on a gumball machine. Or, you know, we just leave little things everywhere. You know, just to just to help people, or, you know, bless them, or just little things. Not doesn't cost a lot. But just to do things for the kids to make it fun for Christmas, you know. That's great. Yeah, so. Well, and, you know, maybe just texting anyone that you know. I'm thinking of you. How are you? Yeah. You know, happy holidays. Just, you know, you could go buy candy canes, you know, at the dollar store and just give people yeah. a neighbor or a friend a Hang candy cane. Hang on the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> just a card or anything. Um, so creating new traditions for sure. Um, I've mentioned taking your vitamin D3, get out of the house, just go on a walk, go out for winter depression. Um, so that is, I guess, um, you mentioned the national suicide hotline, which yes. is you dial 988. Yep. They revised that in 2022. So instead of dialing a 1-800 number, you can just dial 988 if you're feeling suicidal, um, you know, because we want to try to prevent that. Um, it's very important. If you ever have any thoughts or anything like that, just if you if you don't feel like talking to a friend or family member, um, just dial nine eight eight, and um, they will talk to you and help you. And that's great. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, and Shelly, thank you for doing this with me. Oh, you're welcome. I love you, and it was wonderful. I love you too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Yes. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>